Hello, welcome to Wide Left Sports. Today, I am joined by former MSU Northern football player, Tommy Langley. How are you doing tonight, Tommy? Good, how about yourself? Doing good, doing good. So I want to start this off, you know, just a little bit about your history. What got you into football? So actually, um, I took a weird route to getting into football. Um, my, my family was always a big football family, um, but actually growing up, I was actually a soccer player. Uh, I played soccer all the way up to high school until I had an injury that took me out of um, took me out of tryouts for soccer my freshman year in high school. So I missed that section. And I know my one of my buddies played football, and they said, "Hey, why don't you come out and try to kick for us?" And then you can learn other positions as well. Um, so I ended up saying, "You know, fine." Once my injury got healed up, you know, a couple weeks into the season, I was able to go out there, and the coach let me come on and um, kick for them and end up playing at little, some other positions as well um, throughout my high school career. So kind of a different way into football. Um, an injury from another sport took me to end up playing football. So, Oh, that's awesome. But I mean, it kind of makes sense being a kicker that you played soccer. There's a lot of kickers that probably played soccer at some point in their life. Yes. Yes, I know a lot of kickers. I mean, all 99% of the kickers I know um, growing up and playing other um, sports and everything like that, everyone who I know who's kicked have always played soccer. Um, long as they're doing the soccer style of kicking because there is two different styles. Right. You got the soccer style and then you got the toe kickers who just kind of kick it with the toe and hope it goes straight. So, <laughs> um, yeah, most of them have played soccer growing up. For sure. So what kind of an adjustment is that, you know, to where you're kicking into a field goal that you have a set amount of space you can go to? Um, I mean, for me, it wasn't that big of an adjustment because I mean, um, when I played soccer too, I was either a striker to where it's all about precision and aiming or I played goalie, which, you know, in goal kicks or in punting and stuff like that, you're kind of get the ball up in the air. Um, obviously kicking a soccer ball is way different than kicking a football just based off the shape. Um, it's a lot easier to kick a soccer ball. Mm -hmm. Um, just, just based off the shape of the, of the ball. Um, but overall it wasn't too big of a transition for me. I know, um, at least stylistically, it wasn't that big of a change. It was, you know, Hey, run up, kick the ball. (laughs) So (laughs) But that's kind of how I I was kind of self-taught until um, later on. I didn't get actual kicking training to learn how to kick better until my junior year where I met a kicking coach in Modesto, California. His name is Paul Assad. He's he's one that really helped develop me um, in the kicking and got me to the next level. Um, went from high school to junior college to northern. Wow, that's awesome. So I have to ask, too, because I've noticed there's a trend in rugby-style kicking now. Yes. What is the advantages and disadvantages of that? So rugby kicking, if you have an athletic punter that could roll out and punt the ball, um, the advantage of that is the extra time you're holding onto the ball as you're spreading out, so it's giving your gunners time to get down the field so they can easily make a play on the ball. Also, if you have a really good rugby punter who could pin it back in the corner, that ball is probably going to hit the ground. And some of these return guys, 
they're squirrely. They'll try to get the ball when they shouldn't, and they touch the ball. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, the ball's on the ground. Um, me, personally, I I did a little bit of rugby punting in junior college, um, but I like the traditional style of punting better um, just because the hang time and field position, mm-hmm. usually you, you'll get a farther punt based with a – standard punt than a rugby punt rugby punt usually you're probably giving up at least five ten yards a punt um just because of the style of the punt for sure so um you know you mentioned that you went to junior college and then you went on to msu northern so what was that process like for you to be recruited to a junior college and do you think that that helped you go on to your four-year college at msu northern yeah 100 percent. so i know Coming out of high school, um, I was always told, like, through people, again, just, you know, people always having doubts on other people. They always want to see people fail. Um, I was always told, hey, you'll never go play college. You're not, you're not good enough. You're not good enough. So I was always, that, that was from the moment I started playing any sport to even now. Uh, people always say, you know, you're not good enough. So it's like, you know, you got to put that work ethic in. Um and that's what junior college is. It's all it's all work because you got guys out there who are big time names in the area who easily could have gone and played at big schools, but didn't have grades or didn't um, or just didn't get noticed because mm-hmm. that happens a lot too. Um, so you know, going from high school where um, I did well, you know, I won all league punter in high school and all that stuff, and. Um, going to junior college, it was a big transition just from there in the level of play and, um, going to one of the top junior colleges in the area. Cause I went to Modesto junior college out in California. Cause okay. I, that's where I grew up. I grew up in California. Um, and you know, I was there, I redshirted my first year, which I recommend to anyone who's coming into a program. Don't be afraid to redshirt. I know, I know you want to play. I know. I get that. Um, but red shirting for me personally was the biggest step that helped me because I was able to get bigger, stronger, faster, um, and get to know the program. Mm-hmm. Um, Northern actually, after my first year at junior college, they tried to recruit me to come out. Um, I ended up declining the offer then because I wanted to get my associate's degree before I left. So I ended up seeing at the junior college another year and, um, Northern came back. Coach Christensen was the head coach at the time and come back and offered me another scholarship um, after my second season. Um, I had a couple of different offers at other places. I had some preferred walk on at bigger schools, but mm-hmm. I'm, I, I decided, you know, go where the, I know I'm going to play, go where um, I know they want me. They're offering me a scholarship. They're not going to offer a scholarship. They don't want, if they don't plan on playing. Right. So um, I decided to take the scholarship offer, went up to Northern and, you know, had good two seasons there. Awesome. So how much of a culture shock was it coming from California to Haver, Montana? It was, it was definitely a big shock. Um, you know, the differences in the state are crazy. I, I, I grew up in what I thought was a small town. Keyword is what I thought was a small town growing up in California. I grew up in Tracy, California, which now it's gotten bigger since I've, since I've moved out um, of Tracy. Um, 
but I went from, you know, 80,000 people, small town <laughs> to Haver, Montana, 10,000 people max. Right. Um, and, you know, the local store was Walmart and, you know, the entertainment, you know, you got what you got. <laughs> so um, it was a big culture shock, but, you know, I, I did take a visit there before I decided to fully commit um, there. And I just liked the direction that, that the program's trying was trying to go at the time. And I know, you know, even now they're still building, building, building every mm-hmm. year. They're getting more and more competitive, which is awesome to see. Um, but yeah, it was definitely a, this is not California <laughs> and the weather, the weather was a big shock for me, you know, coming from where I grew up doesn't get below like 40 degrees. Oh to, yeah. That's definitely a difference. <laughs> yeah. To, to have her where, you know, during the winter months, you're lucky if it gets above zero. Right. <laughs> so. Oh, that's awesome. So another cool thing about Northern and the whole frontier conference is you're playing a lot of Montana schools. Yes. How neat is it that the college plays so many different schools within the state? It was awesome because it gave me the opportunity, I mean, even just on the bus rides, to kind of see the state. And it's a wonderful, beautiful, wide open state that um, it was just awesome to be able to see it. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people don't get to, you know, don't just drive through Montana. Like a lot of people don't think about, oh, I'm going to go drive through Montana to see, see everything. But right. it's just awesome scenery. Um, it's really cool that, you know, obviously Haver is way north. So it's kind of farther away from everywhere else. So most of our right. bus rides are, you know, four to seven hours, depending on where we were going. Um, but it's kind of cool because like even all those schools, a lot of the kids from we knew a lot of kids who played for um for billings um for rocky mountain i i, mm-hmm. I met i made connections through p- other people who played within the state and you know on the off season we'd all work out together or we'd meet up somewhere in the state and hang out it was a kind of a cool little concept and how everything was so close and we were able to do that type of stuff that is awesome yeah for sure i mean I live in Billings, so I have Rocky at my town, and it's yeah. cool to see all the different, you know, Montana schools coming into Billings for Rocky. So yeah, a little bit different than MSUB, where it's Division Two, so they yeah. get Oregon and Washington coming to Billings. <laughs> it's a little bit more home, I guess. Kind of. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That's a cool thing. I man, I I still remember playing both those games against Rocky when I was playing. The, the way they ended was was, was hurtful. <laughs> Man, those games were tough. So the way those games ended, I remember both years, they had um, Jay Sparks. He uh-huh. was your guys' um, – I believe he played running back and, you know, kick returner. We take the lead both years with, like, a couple minutes left in the game. We take the lead. All game, or I coach tell him to kick it away from him, kick it away from him. Both times after we take the lead, say, okay, you know, we've been containing well, just kick it deep. Um, if you want, or don't necessarily kick it at him, but kick it deep towards his side. Mm-hmm. I said, okay. Both years, he ended up dropping the ball, picking it up, making three or four defenders miss, and then right up our sideline for oh a touchdown. Both years. So <laughs> I do remember that 
vaguely. So if he if he is listening to this, great job on that. But dang <laughs> it, um, those are two games that we should have won. And those would have been big wins. So oh dang. So what is your favorite memory as a Northern Light? Um, favorite memory. Oh man, there's a lot of them. Um, my favorite memory probably would have to be probably my biggest play when I was at Northern. Um, we were playing against College of Idaho my junior year, um, last game of the season. Uh, we had a slight wind at our back, and Coach Christensen, I remember it was fourth down, like eight. Um, and he looked at me and said, Hey, it's a long field goal. You, you think you got it? And I looked at him and said, No doubt. Let's go. Um, end up making the kick. It was a 51 yarder. Um, ended up making it. And I just remember the team's reaction and, you know, um, how excited everyone was. And um, just, you know, the fact that the coaches had that type of confidence in me to throw me out there in the first quarter of the game for a 51 yard field goal um, that just speaks about the confidence that the coaches and other team teammates had in my ability. That's awesome. So that actually brings up two questions that I have that as you were speaking, I was thinking of one is I did notice a 51 yarder because I kind of looked up your stats before mm -hmm. this. And how did you get your leg strength, you know, up to be able to kick back? So I'm assuming kicking a 51 yarder isn't something you're just able to do. It's something you have to work at. So yeah. what did you do to, you know, build your leg strength to get to that, uh, to get to that ability to do that? Yeah. Um, so I know one of the main workouts I always did, I mean, obviously, you know, practice, practice, and a lot of it's technique, a lot of kicking, um, is technique. If you could learn the technique, you could, you could learn to kick the ball. Mm -hmm. That's just like with like, you know, throwing the ball. If you could learn the technique, you could learn to throw the ball. Obviously strength does have a, a place in it. Um, so I know like when I worked out, I, was, I did a lot of like explosive workouts, you know, power cleans stuff like that, just explosive uh, movements, because that's what kicking is. It's almost like a golf swing. Mm -hmm. You know, when you swing back and on your downswing, you're, you got to make sure everything lines up perfectly and you're like whipping it through. So it's just um, a lot of technique um, and practicing that and just getting that down because without that, without technique, I'd kick the ball, you know, far, which is based off strength, but I had no accuracy behind it and height you don't know where it's going to go so it's consistency and training with that and then just explosive movements and workouts wow for sure so then my other question is football is a team sport across the yes. board but the one aspect of it where it's not really a team sport is when you're kicking field goals it's you and everyone's attention is on you <laughs> and sometimes it's in you know game time game deciding situations how do you manage the nerves of that and it being basically all on you? Yeah. So I know growing up, you know, even playing soccer, I feel like that kind of helped me because, you know, my other one of my main positions in soccer was goalkeeper. It's kind of the same thing. Right. All eyes are on you. If, if you get scored on, it's all your fault. Um, I, I grew up, that's just, you know, I grew up playing um, soccer and I learned that through goalkeeping is like how to deal with pressure mm -hmm. I know with, with field goals 
yes, all eyes are on me. And if a kicker misses, they always look at, oh, well, it's all his fault. And it's like, you know, it happens. The only thing is with kicking, you don't always get that other opportunity. Like, you know, right. like a quarterback would. A quarterback throws an interception. Okay, well, he could go throw a touchdown next play and everything's good. Kicker misses a field goal. Oh, man, he has one job. Right. So, <laughs> so I, I get that. Um, but, I mean, it's, it's even on the field goal team, it's it's uh, all the team thing. I had a great holder and a great snapper both years at, at Northern. And even through my junior college time, um, I had a great holder and great snapper. And without the blocking up front and the timing of the snap and hold, right. there's nothing I could have done. Um, it, every kick would have been blocked if, if, I, if it wasn't for them. For sure. For sure. So I know that you have a figurine that was made yes. by Rob Brown, a big sky custom figurine. I think is the name of his business. Full on. And just tell me how you kind of got in contact with him to get that made and, mm-hmm. you know, how it turned out and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. So it, first of all, it turned out amazing. He does a great job. Um, I ended up, I remember, you know, I finished up my season and I had a buddy of mine who was getting one made at the time. Um, and he asked me, he's like, Hey, you should look into this. It's a pretty cool little thing. And I was like, okay. So I looked at the Facebook page that he has a big, I think it's big sky customs. On yeah. I think so. Yeah. Um, and I just messaged him and said, Hey, what, what's the process of getting one of these made? I think they're really cool. And he reached out very, very quickly. And the detail, he just asked for pictures, you know, the cleats I wanted and a picture of me playing and then the detail that he does on these, on those little figurines are amazing. It, right. it, it's crazy how every little, like my cleat on, on it would match my cleats that I wore to a T. Wow. And, and, you know, I didn't have, I, I wore soccer cleats and he put it on a, on a football person uh figurine and it's like it just it's crazy how he did that and then all the little details from the helmet to the eye color to the the i wore the wristbands on my left side to the wristbands the hand warmer it was just an awesome high quality product that he he does and designs and he you tell he takes pride in his work which is huge yeah for sure the two things he did that really shocked me was when he did Tucker Yates' hair, mm-hmm. and it looked perfect. <laughs> and then he did tattoos. I can't remember who it was, but I think it was a Bobcat lineman. He had tattoos all up and down his arm, and they looked amazingly phenomenal. Yeah. And I was just like, how did you even do that? That's so detailed. Yeah, he does but, a really, really good job. Yeah, he does, for sure. So have you um, been able to get to Northern Games to see the new stadium there? I have not yet because I, I live back in California now. Okay. Um, I do watch their games online on their YouTube channel um, whenever I get a chance. Um, I, I want to go watch a game up there so bad, but um, it's hard because I'm also coaching down here now. Oh, neat. Um, so it keeps me busy. Um, so, you know, during the season, I'm, unless our bye weeks line, don't line up where I could go up there for a bye, during a bye week, it makes it hard. Cause I'm down here. I'm actually coaching at the junior college now. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, they have a lot going on. They have the new stadium. They have coach Sowers as their head coach mm-hmm. who coached the 
Uh, I think it's one double A, I think is what they call it. I'm not sure what they call it, but no, things are going really well. I think for Northern and really looking up. Yes. Yeah. Uh, exciting. <laughs> for sure. Well, hey, I want to thank you so much for your time, Thomas, and just thank you for your time and thanks for reaching out. Yeah, no, no, not a problem. If um, you ever want to talk again, just let me know. I'm always open to it. Awesome. Yeah, for sure. All right. Thanks so much and have a great rest of your night. Thank you. You too.